The mayor of Savannah discusses rising violent crime rates during his State of the City address. Prosecutors release new details in the deaths of the wife and son of disgraced attorney Alec Murdoch. And the Savannah Ghost Pirates are ready to go for their first ever home game in franchise history. I've got those stories and more in this episode of WTOC's Weekly Wrap, a recap of the week's biggest stories from around the coastal empire and low country. I'm digital anchor Jake Wallace. Savannah Mayor Van Johnson delivered his first in-person State of the City address on Wednesday, November 2nd. In his speech, the mayor highlighted the city's progress and major investments made since he took office two years ago, including in Market Arena. Mayor Johnson also touched on violent crime in the city, something the WTOC investigates team found to be rising during Johnson's tenure in office. Here's Mayor Johnson from his address on Wednesday. One death, one rape, one domestic abuse incident, one suicide, one human trafficking incident are one too many. WTOC investigative reporter Max Deeknight dove into the numbers to find out exactly how violent crime is trending in the hostess city. Here's his report. Well, we took a look at the numbers. We got this data from the Savannah Police Department. You can see in 2019, the year before Mayor Johnson took over, SPD recorded 20 homicides in the city. That number jumped to 26 in his first year in office and then to 29 last year. We're on pace this year to hit or pass that number with 25 homicides already recorded through last month. Here's a look at violent crime as a whole. That includes things like robberies, rapes and assaults. The numbers stayed the same in 2020 and actually went down in 2021. But so far this year, they're up significantly from 920 total violent crimes in 2021 to more than a thousand already this year. And again, that's with two months left in the year. You can see Mayor Johnson's entire State of the City address at our website, WTOC.com. You can also hear responses to that address from members of the City Council. You'll find the link to the full address and the recap in the description of this podcast episode. State prosecutors have released details about the deaths of the wife and son of disgraced attorney Alec Murdoch, who faces murder charges in those deaths. WTOC's Don Baker has the latest details. The South Carolina Attorney General provided Murdoch's defense team with new information about the specific times for when Murdoch's wife and son were killed. Well, Murdoch is facing charges in connection to their deaths. Both Maggie and Paul were shot and killed at the family's Colleton County, South Carolina property last June. According to a motion filed yesterday, prosecutors specify the victims were killed between 8.30 p.m. and 10.06 p.m. The motion is in response to the defense asking for a specific time range for which Murdoch would have to provide an alibi to show he was not responsible for the deadly shootings. The South Carolina Law Enforcement Division had previously estimated the deaths happened between 9 p.m. and 9.30 p.m. Now, the Colleton County Sheriff's Office got a call, at a 911 call, at 10 p.m. the night that the victims were found dead. Now, the double murder trial is expected to begin January 23rd at the Colleton County Courthouse. You can stay up to date with the Murdoch case at the Murdoch case page of WTOC.com. You'll find the link in the description of this podcast episode. We are just days away from midterm elections, and there are several high-profile races on the ballot in Georgia and South Carolina. Voters will head to the polls on Tuesday, November 8th. The governor's seat is up for grabs in both states, as well as senatorial and congressional seats. 
In Georgia, incumbent Republican Governor Brian Kemp faces off with Democratic challenger Stacey Abrams in one of the most watched races in the country. Earlier this week, WTOC sat down with both candidates for exclusive interviews, tackling major topics on the minds of voters this year, including inflation, housing costs, and abortion rights. Here are snippets from both candidates on the topic of abortion rights and Georgia's heartbeat bill, beginning with Governor Kemp. Well, listen, I support the legislation that we passed. And look, we did this over three years ago. You know, we, we went through the process in the General Assembly. I know people have strong feelings on both sides about that. A lot of people support it. Uh, I understand that, you know, there are people that do not. But I believe that we're a state that values life. And regardless of where you are on when you should be allowed by law to have an abortion or not, at least you know where I stand. Abortion is a medical treatment. It is med it's medical care and politicians should never be in the doctor's office with you. I've been there, we don't know enough. And so my belief is that it should be, abortion care should be available up until the point of viability as determined by a doctor. But let's be clear, women in late, women who are later with their pregnancies, they never wake up one morning and say, oh, never mind. Usually it is a tragedy that has befallen them. You can see those full interviews with both Governor Brian Kemp and Stacey Abrams at WTOC.com. The link is in the description of this podcast episode. Another highly watched race is for Georgia's Senate seat, currently held by Democrat Reverend Raphael Warnock. Reverend Warnock is being challenged by Republican Herschel Walker in a race that could have major impact on control of the Senate. Another race of interest to those in southeast Georgia, incumbent Republican Buddy Carter facing off with Democrat Wade Herring for Georgia's first district congressional seat. In South Carolina, incumbent Republican Governor Henry McMaster is being challenged by Democrat Joe Cunningham, while incumbent Republican Nancy Mace will face Democratic challenger Dr. Annie Andrews for the state's first congressional district seat. WTOC will have live election coverage on air and online throughout the evening of Tuesday, November 8th. You can get the latest news and info on midterms at the Election Center of WTOC.com. 22 months after it was announced Savannah would have a professional hockey team, that team will play its first game in the Hostess City. The Savannah Ghost Pirates are set to play the first home game in franchise history on Saturday, November 5th, hosting the Greenville Swamp Rabbits at Inmarket Arena. The team has announced the home opener will be played in front of a sellout crowd and the fans will see a team off to a red-hot start in their inaugural season. Savannah has won the first four games of the year with one more scheduled for Friday, November 4th before taking the home ice for the first time. Team President Bob Arablo says it's been an exciting time for the team and Saturday's home opener will be the pinnacle of the team's existence so far. I don't think I've slept in two weeks and... Uh... You know, at first it was nervous, you know, when you have a new team, players haven't played together and stuff. Now it's just the excitement, 4-0, top of our division. I mean, that's, that's a dream start, you know, um, which is great. So one more road game and then, uh, then we finally come home. Puck drop is set for 7 p.m. on Saturday. WTOC will have live coverage from Inmarket Arena. You can get the latest news, weather, and sports updates every night on The News and all the time at WTOC.com and on the WTOC app. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend.